0: Welcome, welcome, this is Vitamin Cali. On today's episode, I have brought on a guest to talk about the story that happened not too far away from us here in Idaho. This story you may know and you may not know, but first, how is everyone? How was the rest of your week? How was your weekend? Did you do anything exciting? Did you learn a new hobby? Maybe you just sat around. Let me tell you, working at a daycare is rewarding, but also so crazy, especially with the whole COVID going on. You would think that we win it have a lot of children to watch but surprisingly enough we got a full house so I worked of course because that's the single mom life am I right Wednesday I had to go the dentist let me tell you I absolutely hate the dentist I always say that I would rather give birth again than step foot into into a dentist also I finally received my double d's despair and debt I didn't really need those double d's but it's something Friday I went and gave my cute little niece a perm and yes they are still in And my little one got to spend some time with her cousins and of course they had a blast saturday was a fantastic day my mother and my sister and i went and got mother daughter tattoos it was definitely something i never thought that would happen i have a few tattoos but they did didn't have any so it was fun to see them get one sunday i did some chores and took my little one swimming for the rest of the day and ended the day with some pizza it was definitely a good week and weekend for sure. Lots of things going on, but very fun and productive. So let's jump into who my guest is. Justin, he is a good friend to me and we basically talk every day. We've had some crazy deep talks and I think that if most people heard what we talked about they would think that we were crazy. He has a crazy good job at the INL and two beautiful little girls. Some of his hobbies include watching crime movies, camping, hunting, fishing, staying up way too late and getting up way too early. When I asked him what else I could say about him, he told me to say that he's six five, a Capricorn, and likes long walk- walks on the beach. Well, we don't have a beach and I'm pretty sure you're not over six feet. So thank you, Justin, for being my guest on and Cali.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So did you have a good weekend? Did anything fun or exciting happen? Yeah, absolutely I had a
1: good weekend. I spent some time with my two children and uh, went to the zoo here in town and Just kinda had a low profile weekend other than that. Just spent some good quality time with them.
0: It's always fun to have a good time with our children.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Tell us about that Karen you saw at
1: the zoo. (sighs) So that was about a turn around and go home moment. Cause (laughs) so this, this, uh, we'll just, you know, use the blanket term Karen here had a family pass. She seemed to have about anywhere between six to 24 kids with her. And she wanted them all to be included on her family pass. And of course it's limited because, you know, you can't just add people to like a free pass and just get through. So me and my two girls stood at the gate for about 20, 25 minutes, waiting for them to finally either pay the difference or leave. And so I I, I had about enough of that once we got through the gate, but then it was fun. The girls always enjoy going through the zoo. So af, after that little first incident, I was just like, okay, here we go. But other than that, it was once we got through, it was, it was all gravy from there and the girls had a blast. So question, did yes.
0: she pay the difference or did she get them all in on the family pass?
1: Begrudgingly paid the difference, yes. <laughs>
0: The zoo's always fun. I My daughter loves to go to the zoo. She goes, if she could, she would go every day. Well, thank you for that. And we'll hear more from you in a minute, but let's get on with the story that we have. This is a story about a movie I'm sure we've all heard about at some point in our life, but let's go back around to World War II in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. There's a little hotel called Bates Motel. This is a place Is this the place of the real Bates Motel, or just a spoof for the movie? Here's the story. When talking about the Bates Motel, people often get an image of being stabbed to death in the shower by Norman Bates. However, we are not talking about the Bates Motel from the movie, Psycho, but the real Bates Motel in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. According to guests and employees of the motel, there is constant ghostly activity there. However, most of the ghost activities is in room one and three. Many guests continue to get a creepy feelings in room one and three, which include being watched, sudden cold sensations, strange noises. They have also reported lights flickering on and off by themselves, ashtrays falling off the table, items changing positions by themselves without anybody touching them. Now here's a little story. The Bates Motel in Idaho started out as a barracks for officers before and after World War II. After the war, the property was sold and was turned into a motel. The roadway Inn. After quite some years, it was purchased by Mr. Randy Bates, a prominent accountant in the local area. It was renamed the Bates Motel even before the movie Psycho was released. The release of the movie actually helped the hotel gain more visitors. However, there was also lots of people who made prank calls to the hotel. It's rumored that the author of Psycho, Robert Bloch, stayed in the hotel in the 1950s. Some, sometimes in the 1980s. A movie was also filmed in the motel. The movie production crew put up the now famous sign and left it when production wrapped up today. The Bates Motel is a budget motel in Coeur d'Alene with a rich history, both fact and fiction. So about the Bates Motel. The Bates Motel is located on 2018 Sherman Avenue in Coeur d'Alene and offers 13 rooms and manager's unit. All the rooms are non-smoking because ghosts don't want cancer. That's right features include wireless internet connection cable television air conditioning free parking free local calls a refrigerator and a microwave and the rooms are at a killer price they start at 49 dollars well how about that
1: all right haunted hotel 50 bucks can't beat it
0: take the kids and family there
1: that's right just halloween destination you know
0: maybe stay in rooms one and three of course
1: i wouldn't yet
0: <laughs> so how do you feel about this
1: So, I can't help but think that the author of the book obviously got a little bit of inspiration from the the hotel itself. Just mainly because probably when he got there, he got an earful about, like, oh, all these rooms are haunted and this, that, and the other. And, you know, it it seems too odd not to be a coincidence.
0: Right, because as a writer, you know, you seek things like that to be able to write about things you have to go experience it so you can write about it
1: yeah it's i mean it'd be hard to pull names of things just out of a hat at random when you're writing something you know every time when you're going to write your first draft you can't be like oh what am i going to name the hotel what am i going to name this guy and that guy
0: that's called the writer's block
1: exactly and so you know maybe you use the places you visit places you go as inspiration and borrow names and things like that and i i I'm willing to bet that's probably where he got
0: the name. So you think that that's where they got the inspiration for the movie Psycho and even the now series Norman Bates Motel?
1: Yeah, I would think so. It's just like he probably heard a bunch of ghost stories while he was staying there. And, you know, all the there's probably a story or two from the army days back in the 40s. And right. And so I it's got to be more than a coincidence.
0: I think it's a fun coincidence. Yeah. I, if I was a writer, I would definitely want to try to. Hundred percent.
1: It's like the it's I like the no hotel spots. from The Shining. Now right. it's a tourist, like a basically Stephen King land.
0: Right. Um, how do you feel about the great amenities they offer? You Keep know, you busy, so you don't see a ghost, right? Just missing a pool, I think,
1: right? Seriously, yeah. yeah. I need a hot tub if I'm gonna get haunted. <laughs>
0: Gotta relax after that long day of ghosting.
1: Yeah, if (laughs) if I'm just scared white from a ghost, Scooby-Doo style, I'm going to need to relax a little bit first.
0: Alright, so there's 13 rooms, and you know how lucky number 13 is. Right?
1: You you would think that would be the haunted one.
0: (laughs) If this was a barracks for World War II soldiers, why only 13 rooms? Why do you think that only one in room... Only room one and three is more common for ghost action.
1: I'm thinking the first few rooms would have been maybe like the officer's quarters or something. Maybe something went down in there. Somebody went rogue. Somebody like, like, you know what? So like a a
0: sanctuary. Maybe. For the barracks, kind of. Mm -hmm.
1: That or something really bad went down up in up in the officer's quarters. because like, you know what? Like, Commander Johnson's a real jerk. We're going to go in there and hit him with bars of soap and socks or whatever. (laughs) So maybe that's where all the paranormal activity is coming from.
0: So why rooms one and three?
1: Other than just making an assumption about, like, well, like, we'll stay... Like, Mom and Dad will drive, and then you guys stay in the back kind of thing. But... One, you would definitely think 13, because, you know, the number association, right.
0: but... Or do you think it's a coincidence that there's only 13 rooms?
1: <sighs> Probably just a coincidence, because, like, 13 rooms, that had to have just been a small Small outpost, barracks, right. You know?
0: So, the author of Psycho, Robert Bloch, is said to stay there. Do you think that that was the inspiration for his movie Psycho?
1: I definitely think so. Just... In a small town in Idaho, especially back in, you know, whenever the first time he stayed there in the 50s, he said, right? Yeah. And so, like, Coeur d'Alene would have been significantly smaller then. I mean, it's already pretty small now. So, like we were talking about, it's too weird of a coincidence to not have been a factor.
0: Do you think that... He encountered some ghostly activity.
1: I would willing, I'd think 50-50. I think maybe he did. Maybe he just heard stories from, you know, the guy running the motel or people around town. You know, oh, when all, when all the army boys were in town, such and such happened. and
0: Right. Just around the block. Mm-hmm. Mr. Randy Bates bought the hotel several years later and renamed it to the Bates Motel before the movie Psycho came out. But now the popular movie came out, the Bates Motel. Do you think that there's a lot more of a connection to that hotel than people know about?
1: I would assume so, just because it's such a It's such an ingrained name now. Right. Just with all the with Psycho and the series that's on now. Or is it over?
0: I'm not actually 100% yeah. sure if it's on still.
1: But any, anyway, relatively new at any rate. But
0: So I don't know too much about Psycho, but I do know about The Bates Motel and because I did watch it. Um, I know that, they're, that obviously it's a movie. It's Hollywood. You know, they bring it up as more like very dramatic and things that happened.
1: They have to really like Hollywood it up.
0: Do you think that, you know, some of those things did happen in that Bates Motel or that's just, they liked the hotel and they used it for that purpose, for branding?
1: I honestly just think he used it for a name. And then it just, you know, you got to, you add the killer story in, like maybe he had a basis for a story. And then he just like, oh, Bates Motel, that sounds good. Norman Bates, you know, whoever else. And just already had the core of a story
0: right do you think you would stay at the bates motel if you ever got the chance and would you try to get rooms one and three 100 i
1: i think if you're gonna go haunted house looking whatever why not stay in somewhere that's haunted and for 50 bucks you're not out that much and, like, go see what all the hubbub's hubs about. And it's just for the fun of it, more or less.
0: Right? I'm always down for a good road trip. Yeah, Even to exactly. a haunted place. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, if something was to happen, I'd be not okay with my child being there. But, no. I mean...
1: <laughs> do you take the gamble, though? <laughs> <That's> the <question.
0: laughs> right. Like, do you teach him a little bit of how it's real like, life is? Like, or like,
1: like, maybe you're going to stay with... Maybe this is a solo road trip this weekend. We'll see.
0: Right Um, Do you think That back in World War II Some bad things happened And that's why it's supposedly haunted now
1: Oh yeah There's I would almost guarantee it Small small outpost in the middle of The panhandle in Idaho It's just like There's bound to be some kind of Shenanigans Some kind of something happened You know Somebody gets bored and does something stupid
0: So, with looking up all this stuff and research, I haven't really found anything that connects any murders or anything too crazy out of the norm to be linked to the hotel. Mm. So, do you think it was all hush-hush because it was a barracks?
1: That could be entirely possible. I mean, they were big in the, you know, during the 40s and stuff. It was big-time, like, secret stuff with all the nuclear research and the bomb building and all that kind of stuff everything is very hush 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 but for such a small place in idaho you wouldn't think it would be you wouldn't think it'd be something mate something so major happened there but maybe it just turned into
0: he said she said and let's yes, keep going with this legends, like it sounds good right
1: bigfoot and all that good stuff you know <laughs>
0: So here's a few comments I found from a few people online. Darren shared a post on April 7th, 2019. It's name was changed to the lighthouse motel a while back. I stayed there when I first moved to Idaho. I stayed in rooms four, eight, and 10. There were many times that I would put something down and soon thereafter, I would find it somewhere else. I also heard voices. How do you feel about that comment actually coming from someone?
1: Do we know like roundabout when he stayed there?
0: This is true. It does not say anything, but it was published on the in 2019, so just not too long ago.
1: So I kinda wonder a little over a year. If like this is me being skeptical and not like
0: Because so we don't know when he first moved to Idaho and we also don't know how old he is. Correct.
1: So maybe it was just like a oh, I'll stay here because, like, oh, hey, look, Bates Motel, you know, Psycho and all that, and maybe just it got real dark and quiet, and maybe his mind just started playing tricks on him.
0: So he stayed in four, eight, and ten. Why Why is he in so many different rooms?
1: I wonder if hes He must have stayed there for quite a long time.
0: So they moved him in different rooms?
1: You would assume of, so.
0: But when at housekeeping, he can come in and just... You know, clean where he's at?
1: Man, you would assume so. Like, he probably stayed there for so long he knew the rotation. So I was like, okay, I got to be out of here by 9.30.
0: Right, and (laughs) just kept coming back because he just loved it? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, how do you feel about this comment? This one was a little bit more deeper. On April fifteenth, 2019, JD said, I lived in rooms number 8 and 9 for almost 8 months in 1991. At that time, I was more... It was more of a cheap month to month motel. While I lived there, the man renting number one was beaten to death with a bat in Spokane. A few weeks later, the guy who was the manager was arrested for the murder when a drug deal went bad across town. To me, it doesn't really say that anything happened at the hotel. It talked about beating to death with a bat in Spokane, which is Washington. And then a few weeks later, the manager was arrested for a murder when a drug deal went bad across town. Hmm. So do you think that's like a coincidence? Do you think maybe...
1: Maybe a little bad juju. He, he, (laughs) um, you know,
0: working there, some demon got inside of him (laughs) and (laughs) possessed him.
1: Well, maybe since uh, it seemed like people were staying there for long periods of time, so maybe it's kind of attracted a couple of not so wholesome characters that, you know, are, you know, you don't go shopping in Spokane and get beat to death, you know?
0: Right. And also, like, like I said earlier, I didn't find really anything that connected the, anything with the motel to this. So I guess murder and drug deals. Just
1: a coincidence.
0: is might just be a coincidence, but he lived there for eight months in rooms eight and nine.
1: Maybe the guy who got beat to death in one uh, got possessed or something. Wouldn't cause mayhem.
0: Cause, oh, the guy renting number one was beaten to death with a bat in Spokane. So he was in room one, which number one and three is the haunted ones. Exactly. Well, the more haunted ones, I don't know. So how do you feel about all that?
1: I mean, if you want to get really deep with the spooky conspiracy here.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think maybe if you want to go real deep into it, if number, if room one is the most haunted, maybe said guy who was living there got a little influenced and or possessed or something. Right. Went to Spokane, was doing something, let's say not minding his own business and what have you. Got compelled to do something stupid. And then, therefore, this happened and then an avalanche of events occur. He gets beat to death.
0: Right. So, do you believe in ghosts or spirits in any way?
1: I don't, but I think it's fun to think about. I think it's fun to hear stories like this. It's fun to, you know, watch scary movies and watch, like ghost hunters and stuff is it's fun like whether you think it's real or not it's undeniably like like it's it's fun to be
0: scared it is it's fun to be scared yeah kind of or fun to be scary i
1: think (laughs) i think it's fun to be scared a little bit it's like just kind of makes your heart go faster in the back of your
0: head you kind of believe in it
1: maybe maybe i want something to be
0: well i am a firm believer of spirits, ghosts, whatever you want to call them. I have had a lot of experiences in my own home that I grew up in and they're not bad ghosts by mm. any means. They're, you know, family that has passed on because we do have the homestead.
1: That I do believe.
0: And, you know, they're always friendly. But growing up, you know, as a child, that it was scary. There was a few times that I called my mom crying, saying that I saw something. <laughs> but now I get comfort knowing if I do see something or hear something or just, you know, see that there's more dust on the counter or something, that means that they're there. They're leaving their imprint there. And I'm all for it. I think haunted houses, anything that gives you that good thrill, like it's fun. But I do have a hard time watching scary movies, especially by myself, because I'm a big wanny. Like I used to watch American Horror Story all the time and now I'm like, yeah, no, I can't do that anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's there's certain times where I've been in my house by myself where like let's like I'll be taking a shower or something, and I'll hear something going on. It's probably the cat, it's probably the dog. But I'm like, for a half a second it's like, oh crap, maybe ghosts are real.
0: <laughs> um I remember which I now watch this show many many times throughout the year but Hocus Pocus that show got me so scared I remember one time I started watching it and I went and laid down on my parents floor because I didn't want to wake them up of course and tell them that I was scared because I was watching Hocus Pocus so I did then the next morning my mom was like why were you sleeping on my floor and I'm like I just got scared because I was watching Hocus Pocus and she just laughed at me yeah, I, I got scared. <laughs> and there was this other time that I made her watch Insidious with me because I'm like, oh, we got to watch this. It's so scary. Yeah. And she's like, you were being a wanny through the whole thing. I'm like, I'm really not, though. <laughs> like, it was like, just there was some scary stuff in there. Okay. I just
1: got to have somebody there with me. So while we're on the movie subject, mm-hmm. what is the first movie that you remember scaring you really bad?
0: Oh, that's a good one. Um, I would have to. Is it The Crazies? Didn't I? I think I sent you this. The Crazies with yes. The Crazies, yes, this one right here. So the Crazies. It's in 2010. Um, after a strange and in- insecure plane crash, an unusual toxic toxic virus enters a quaint farming town. A young couple are quarantined, but they fight for survival along with the help from a couple of their pe- a couple of their people kind of sounds like COVID right now
1: (laughs) yeah I think that's what a lot of people were hoping was going to happen with the
0: whole yeah that's crazy but the one scene that sticks out to me on the crazies is when they're in a um car wash and my daughter she loves car washes. like she would go for her birthday if she could (laughs) instead of doing something else just so fun and those people show up in the car wash and it it's just, it's just a scary show and it makes me scared of car washes, but I still do it because my little one likes car washes. Yeah. I personally would rather wash my own car, but I'll go. But yes, that one was probably the biggest one that scared me. I think there's like another one that's like the motel or something.
1: So what do you, do you remember the earliest one that like really you vividly remember scaring you really bad, like early in your life?
0: Probably Hocus Pocus.
1: Yeah. That, and then the crazies.
0: Well, okay. I remember watching, um, what's that show with the plane crash? And then they, like, try not to die because they figured it out. Final Destination. That one. Final Destination. That one got me. That one still gets me. I can't,
1: I cannot drive behind a logging truck.
0: (laughs) Right? Every time I see something. I, just the other day when I was driving to Rexburg to, Hmm. and stuff, I just... That I saw someone with stuff and I'm like, oh my goodness, nope, I gotta get past you. No, we, we gotta go. <sighs> so yeah, that that definitely scares me. Or tanning beds.
1: Tanning beds are horrifying anyway. I think. Well, yeah,
0: but you know, getting stuck in one and then getting that happening.
1: Baked alive.
0: And I'll i still go on roller coasters. I mean,
1: yeah, it's cool. I I, I mean, get that.
0: Roll the feeling. dice on that one, you know. But, yes, those are definitely the first ones that scared me. What was your scary one?
1: There was two that really stuck out. I watched Anaconda when I was way too young to see it. Yes,
0: that one was scary. That one
1: scared me to death. I don't remember any particular part of it, just, you know... The big the snake? The massive snake. I was, like, trying to get JLo and Ice Cube and scared little me to death.
0: So I never was really too scared of snakes because my brother had a really huge... Um, like, Python, Mm -hmm. Ball Python, or whatever they were called, named Susie. And I used to hold her and everything, so, like, I wasn't too scared of snakes. That's
1: a cute name for a snake. Yeah,
0: it got loose in his house a lot. Oh, God, I bet. (laughs) But, um, yeah, like, I wasn't too scared of snakes, but that was a weird show. Mm -hmm. I didn't really like that
1: one. That and um, the first Men in Black movie. Okay. So, I... Remember watching it at my grandmother's house when it first came out on VHS. <laughs>
0: VHS, yeah. taking it back to VHS. We're, we're taking it
1: back to whatever it was, ninety eight. Dating us a little bit, a little bit. Not too incriminating just yet, but I remember the scene where the guy, the alien wearing the the guy suit.
0: Right.
1: He reaches up behind his head and
0: takes it off.
1: Rips it forward like that, and it just.
0: That, yeah, that was... That
1: messed me up, but that's still... But, like, now as an adult, that's still one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: Right. It it was classic. I, I think it was good. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would choose to just sit down by myself and watch it, but...
1: Well, I think my dad had rented it, and my, my sweet Mormon it. grandmother... <laughs> yeah. Rented the VHS tape.
0: <laughs> From Blockbusters, <laughs> probably.
1: Probably. <laughs> yeah. Or... Probably great American video. Probably. (laughs) Date, let's let's just go ahead and incriminate ourselves even more here. (laughs) But you know, my sweet LDS grandmother had no idea what was gonna be played in her house. Aw, poor poor (laughs) woman. My dad just enjoyed like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna watch this movie. Okay.
0: That is too funny.
1: Was she mortified? Oh yeah, I think she's more mortified by me crawling the wall.
0: Oh my gosh! An alien.
1: <laughs> oh, just the the whole him peeling the back of his skull off and the that, that got me so good for whatever yeah. reason.
0: it's always fun watching scary movies. I always, when I was younger, I liked a good thrill, but I, I like to hide the fact that. I was slightly scared, because I didn't want everyone to think I was a baby, but you know what, nowadays, I don't even care, I'm a baby, it's cool, <laughs> I'll, I'll say that loud and proud.
1: You get to a certain point in your life, it's like, you know what, I'm tapping out, like I don't care what you guys think.
0: Um, One of the girls that I work with, she was like, let's go to a movie, I'm like, well I have my daughter, you know, and she's like, well let's still go to a movie, and she was saying something about a scary movie, and I'm like, well there's um, Jumanji number two, we could go to that one. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's go to Jumanji. That that one's better. I don't want to go to a scary one. No. And then my daughter called out on the bad guy on Jumanji 2, and we were next to this like couple, and she's like, look, mom, that's Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, wrong <laughs> show, dude. Sorry. Uh,
1: we took, her, took uh, my youngest to whatever the last Jurassic Park one was mm. when she was about, I don't know, eight pounds less than like six weeks old right slept the whole time for the most
0: part well that's because she was little little mine True. was three and a half three and a half oh gosh and she was screaming out that there's jesus and then everyone <laughs> else around us was laughing
1: well at least it's better that than like like oh we're gonna traumatize you right now
0: right jumanji wasn't too bad i like those ones those are pretty good so, do you have anything else to say about this whole Bates Motel thing and scary stuff and just kind of anything on the spooky side?
1: Well, the spooky season is almost upon us. So this is
0: true. We're coming up on it.
1: I'm I'm ready for it, but I think the whole naming of the hotel in the novel and then the book and then the movie and what have you that that's. That's too much of that's you know that's too much of a coincidence to not be derivative. Right. But um you know, obviously the all the ghost stories didn't translate to the movie, but I don't know, it's like it's fun to hear stuff like that. It's like, you know, cordling this tiny place up in the panhandle that has all these spooky things going on and...
0: And then turns into being the icon Mm -hmm. of movies and stuff. Who would have thought that little old Idaho was so powerful in Hollywood?
1: Got gems all around, apparently. seriously.
0: Well, I just want to say thank you so much for being here and listening to the story and answering some questions about the Bates Motel. It's been fun to have you here and listening to your thoughts and answers to all of this. One thing I love is having a good conversation with you.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for le- letting me be your first guest.
0: Right? Yes, number one guest, right Absolutely. there.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate that a lot. I was really excited to come do this with you and talk some spooky stuff.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate it. You know, you like I said, we talk a lot and um I was in between on if I wanted to start a podcast or not and you were just like do it just do it and yeah. I'm like all right fine I'll do it and then he's <laughs> like then we started talking about different topics and stuff and this was one and I'm like well do you want to be on here so it was nice that you was like heck yeah man let's absolutely. do it so it was really fun to be able to do this and actually have someone to talk to yeah and enjoy a few minutes with absolutely So next Monday, I will be doing a would-you-rather bit and answering all your crazy would-you-rather questions. So send them in. The more, the merrier. Thank you so much for listening on Vitamin Cali with my special guest, Justin. Make sure to like and subscribe and have a fantastic day and the rest of your week. I will talk to you next Monday. Bye. Bye.